Hello and welcome back to another episode of Sounds Like Sam, a fantasy football podcast. I'm your host Sam and today's topic is uh, a little bit out there. Actually not really, I guess it's uh, Saturday night. So prepping for the fantasy day of Sunday, week two. And I just wanted to put out some guys that might not be on your radar to start as well as guys that you know had a, a kind of a poor or weaker week one that I think you should still start this week and then I want to list some guys to sit this week too um, most of these guys are both PPR and uh, standard but you know I do have a, a guy or two that uh, you know leaks in to one area as like a flex play and then uh, probably isn't really relatable to like a standard league so i just wanted to put that out there and i'm excited to uh list my guys for week two um just wanted to give a shout out Uh, this this episode is brought to you by bullseyefantasyfootball.com so if you haven't already go check out that website and uh if you haven't already go subscribe and set your notifications on for my podcast sounds like sam wherever you get your podcasts so really appreciate if you did that and let's get started with these lists all right so first off for my guys to start i have julio jones versus seattle seahawks Cortland sudden versus jacksonville running back Kenyon drake versus pittsburgh steelers jamar chase wide receiver for the Bengals versus the chicago bears Antonio Brown, wide receiver for the Tampa Bay Bucks versus the Atlanta Falcons. Quarterback Joe Burrow versus Chicago Bears as well. And then James White in PBR leagues versus the Jets. All right, so those are uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven guys. I'm a little bit unconventional, but. Uh, those are just uh, some some of the guys uh, I, I kind of just went through basically all, all the leagues and said you know um, and, and looked through kind of all the rosters and said I think I'd like to start these guys if possible uh, uh, and, and starting off with you know uh, Julio Jones wide receiver for the Tennessee te- uh, Titans um, I know he had a poor week two uh, poor week one where he only scored Two points in standard leagues. I think five points in full P- point PBR leagues. Uh, I-, I think last week was kind of just like a getting to know the offense, kind of putting uh, everything together for them. It, they, they the Titans themselves didn't look very good against the Cardinals, so I'm really expecting them uh, their whole offense to kind of be a little bit better. It just because, you know, they've had another week in their system. Uh, I know Julio was kind of new to that offense and um, just being new to the team. Uh, this is going to be a tough Seattle defense, though. Uh, it, it won't be like, you know, the Legion of Boom type of, you know, difficult. But I still think it's going to be, you know, pretty decent. Uh, although I will say versus Indianapolis in week one, uh, they had guys like uh, Zach Pascal go off for uh, two touchdowns and, you know, 50 yards. So definitely doable to get uh, some points against the Seattle team. Uh, and I think this is a good, a, a solid team for Julio to bounce back at. Uh, I know that the coaching staff too was kind of um, not happy with his, uh, one of his 
a foul he pulled. But I think to get like all together, uh, he's going to be a good play this week. I, I think this is going to be a bounce back game for him. Uh, and hopefully I, I, we see a better connection between Ryan Tannehill and Julio than we did in week one. So he's a guy to start uh, either in, I think for me, he's in my flex for a 10 team league, but and even for PBR uh, or even like 12 team leagues, uh, he might be like your wide receiver two or flex. So uh, I think he's a, a valid start. Uh, I'd give him another shot. He's Julio Jones. If anybody can do it, it's him. So I like that. <laughs> I don't know what that was, but okay. Um, my nu- my next guy is Cortland Sutton, the Broncos wide receiver. If you didn't already know, uh, the other wide receiver uh, starting on the opposite side of Cortland Sutton, Jerry Judy, the uh, I guess is a sophomore. Um, it's a sophomore season in the NFL. Uh, he is out on IR uh, for I believe four to eight weeks. So uh, that means Cortland Sutton steps up, and uh, this was really their guy from two years ago. Uh, he, he stepped up then, and I think he's gonna do it again. I, I, last week he did not do well. Uh, only had two points in fantasy, and I think this is also going to be a bounce back game for him they're going against a Jacksonville Jaguars who gave up I mean last time I I don't even know what Brandon Cooks had but I remember I think at halftime he had four catches for 120 yards so uh even though this this Broncos team is going to be you know more traditional and you know run heavy and uh uh I don't know just more not as balanced but yeah just run more run heavy so I don't think, I guess more old school, I guess, would be a better term. So, uh, I don't see them throwing the ball like a ton. But, you know, Teddy got it done last last week. I think uh, he's going to yeah, throw the ball just as much. And uh, with one wide receiver down, I think Corlin Sutton takes a step up. And, you know, this Jacksonville Jaguar defense gave up a, a, a lot of uh, fantasy points last week. And I'm expecting them to do it again. Uh versus a solid Bronco team, and I think Cortland will lead um, the wide receiving core. I, I know they also have Tim Patrick, who is good, and uh, I want to say KJ Hamler, but I, I think Cortland's son, this is his bounce-back week. I think uh, he'll do solid for you. I think he's a good uh, flex play uh, at, at best, so uh, I like Cortland this week. Uh, next guy on my list is Running back Kenyon Drake for the Oakland Raiders. Uh, really like him this week. Uh, not not a, exactly a favorable matchup because he is going against a really stout run defense in uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers. But I do like the fact that, you know, well, I don't like that Josh Jacobs, is, Josh Jacobs is out because I like it when he succeeds. But, you know, this is an oppor- a really big opportunity for Drake to get more touches Um and I, I, th- I think he does play a, a really big role in their passing game. Uh, he, he had 11 points last week in PPR leagues. I think he'll, he could go up to around the, uh, you know, 13, 15 point range this week uh, just because of a, a lack of Josh Jacobs. But the other guy I would keep a, an eye out on is Peyton Barber. He might, uh, he is known to be a touchdown vulture uh, around the league. That's what he was 
uh, in Tampa Bay a few years ago and what he was for uh, the Washington football team, uh, I believe, last season. So uh, Peyton Barber might might come in and steal some of his uh, workload, but I do really like Kenyon Drake this week. I, I think in order to, uh, to, I guess, maneuver around this defense, they are going to have to throw the ball, and uh, that leaves Kenyon Drake as a good option. Uh, for you so I like that play next guy to start would be Jamar Chase wide receiver of the Bengals versus the Chicago Bears uh, the Chicago Bears gave up a ton of points to the Los Angeles Rams in week one uh, especially with uh, deep balls I mean I was there I, I if you don't already know I I work every single Rams game uh, and I, I could hear I, even though I didn't get to watch the game exactly I did get to hear all the the big plays happening and then like go in the break room and you know see see what just happened uh, and you know guys like Cooper Cup went off uh, I believe at least once for like a 50 yard touchdown and then uh, another for like a 20 or 30 but I, I do like Jamar Chase I, I think you give him another shot he was probably on a lot of people's benches last week but after his showing uh Week one versus the Vikings with uh, five receptions, 100 so yards, and a touchdown. Uh, the Joe Burrow to Jamar Chase connection uh, still lives in the NFL like it did in college. So uh, I, I re- I'm really excited to see what he does against uh, a Bears team that gave up a lot of yards and a couple of touchdowns to uh, another pretty good offense in the Rams. So I'm uh, very excited to to see what he does and I think you you uh, risk it and start him as well so uh, next on my list is wide receiver Antonio Brown versus the Atlanta Falcons uh, I don't know if you and if anybody else realized it but you know Antonio Brown still has it uh, he's still one of the best in the league at wide receiver but he's probably the third string guy on the the Tampa Bay Bucks offense in terms of wide receiver depth so which is just crazy to me I think he should honestly be considered more like a wide receiver, like tied for a wide receiver too. Um, but I think he still gets a ton of looks from Tom Brady. Uh, the Atlanta Falcons offense or defense just gave up a ton of points to uh, uh, what is it? The Philadelphia Eagles. I believe it was like 270 yards passing, three touchdowns through the air. Uh, I really like. Antonio Brown this week. I think Bucks just destroy the Falcons. And I, I think this is a good game for you to flex out Brown if you need him. I know I am in a uh, PBR league, so I, I suggest you do the same. I think he's going to ball out tomorrow. Uh, next, Joe Burrow, quarterback for the Cincinnati Bengals versus the Chicago Bears. This uh, is another pick I really like. Again, like... I said with Jamar Chase and uh, versus Chicago, Chicago give up a lot of yards to the Los Angeles Rams. And to be honest, I think that uh, these two offenses kind of re- are very similar in terms of, uh, I guess, their receiving depth and uh, how talented they are at the receiving position and how much they like to throw the ball. Um, and I think that you're just, they just have guys that are going to torch uh, the Chicago uh, secondary just like the Rams did, and uh, I think Joe Burrow is stepped up his uh, versus the Vikings, and I think he's going to do it again. Uh, if you if you are in a deeper league, uh, 12 or 12 person or up, and 
if you have Joe Burrow on your roster, I recommend starting him tomorrow. Um, I think he'll do well. Uh, next guy on my list. Uh, this would be the the guy that I'd say I wouldn't start him in standard leagues, but I would start him in PPR leagues, especially full point ones. And if you are have like a guy, uh, I'll, I'll I'll share a few in my uh, sit category uh, guys for running backs. But James White is a guy that you start I think in PPR leagues, especially full point uh, PPR leagues because. I think he's going to get a lot of receptions. Uh, even though this Jets defense has improved, uh, I, I think uh, James White remains a valuable p- asset in the the Patriots passing game. And I think he is going to uh, do well tomorrow uh, against uh, a Jets team that, even though, the, again, they have gotten a little better defensively, but um, I, I still think it's the same old Jets and that they'll uh, James White will find a way to be a valuable in fantasy so I think he's a, a, good, a decent flex start and I, I like him for tomorrow okay so those were my starts if you have any questions about who to start uh, before tomorrow I recommend that you message me on uh, Bulls, uh, on Twitter at Bullseye Fantasy or just, if you know me just text me and uh, I can tell you who I like and who I don't uh, otherwise I'm going to tell you my guys to sit uh, and this week, it's going to be any wide receiver versus the Los Angeles Rams going against Jalen Ramsey, which this week is going to be the Indianapolis Colts um, with guys like Zach Pascal, Michael Pittman Jr. Um, I feel like there's another guy, whatever his name is, don't start him. I don't recommend starting any any player against uh, this Rams secondary. It's very talented, very good, especially if, uh, Jalen, if they're going opposite of Jalen Ramsey. Uh, he, he is one of those guys who, uh, in my opinion, is one of the best cornerbacks in the league, if not the best, uh, routinely like <laughs> denies guys like the, uh, uh, DeAndre Hopkins, uh, Stephon Diggs, uh, DK Metcalf. He really keeps those guys in check, and I don't think any of these Indianapolis Colts receivers are up to that level, which is why I'm kind of like no-go for me. So, not starting any Indianapolis Colts wide receiver versus the Rams. Um, Next guy, Corey Davis versus the Patriots. Uh, If you know anything about how the Patriots work and how their defenses work, they take away the best guy on the other team uh, no matter what. I know they don't. I know the the Patriots defensively don't have Stephon Gilmore back from, I believe, rehab. So, he he isn't uh, slated to start tomorrow, which is good for the. Jets, but at the same time, for a guy like Corey Davis, even though he should see a lot of targets, I think uh, the the game plan for the Patriots is usually take out that number one guy, and for the Jets, that guy is Corey Davis, so I don't recommend starting him tomorrow. In the future, though, I really liked his target share and uh, how often they went to him, so for the future, I would possibly start him as a flex, uh, flex play, especially in deeper leagues. Uh, or even possibly even like 10, 10 team leagues. But overall, tomorrow, I'm not looking to start Corey Davis. Um, I actually picked him up this week in a, in a league, and I was like about to start him. I was like, wait, no, they're going against the Patriots. They'll take him, they'll, they'll take him out. So uh, I'm not starting him this week. So just wanted to let you know that. Uh, n- next guy I'm not starting, Mark Ingram versus the Cleveland... Oh, Browns, the Cleveland Browns. Uh, Mark Ingram had a really good week last week versus uh, the Jaguars. 
this Texans t offense in general was not supposed to be good. I don't think anybody knew or realized um, what the situation was going to be for everybody, it, it, on, especially those running the running backs for the Texans, because they have guys that were basically like fantasy relevant for a really long time and uh, for a lot of different teams. Guys like Philip Lindsay, who was like basically the, the running back two for uh, the Broncos. They had uh, David Johnson, the Cardinals running back one for a while. Uh, Mark Ingram, the Saints running back, the, the Baltimore running back. Um, and then uh, they had somebody else, but I forget his name. But all, all, all three of those guys, they're going against a really stout Cleveland defense. They held uh, Clyde Edwards-Alaire to 44 yards. Uh, I I don't expect this offense to be elite. Uh, I know they, they did really well against the Texans, but I, I would save them against this defensive front of the Cleveland Browns. Definitely don't start Mark Ingram, but, you know, uh, this could be, if he does end up having a successful day, you know, that could be, like, 16 yards, or 16 attempts, 70 yards, and a touchdown. If he does something like that, then that's really great moving forward in terms of, like, if you want to start him. Uh, but, you know, I just don't have enough confidence in the Texans yet. I kind of want to see how things work out. And to me, he's just a guy that you don't start yet. So, but definitely keep an eye out on him, especially if he's on your waiver wire. So, he's he's a bench player for me. Uh, next guy, Mike Williams versus Dallas. Uh, he, this might be surprising because, uh, you know, he did, really, he did very well against a, a good Washington football team defense. Uh, he had like nine, nine receptions. Um, uh, over 100 yards. He had, he had at least 20 uh, PPR points. I think it was 22 to be exact. And, and he had a touchdown, I believe, too. So, uh, I they, the Chargers definitely went to Mike Williams a lot in the first game. But I just think, as as good as like the Chargers are, uh, this this secondary I think is very improved. And uh, yes, they did give up a lot of points too. Guys like uh, it was just all the all the Bucks receivers, you know, Antonio Brown, uh, Chris Godwin had the big day. Uh, the only guy who didn't was Mike Evans, and I think and I believe that um, uh, they will have uh, Diggs, their their best cornerback, shadow um, Mike Williams, because they do come in at a similar size, and they they are. I, I would believe Mike Evans is a better player than Mike Williams, but I do believe that uh, they will give that assignment, uh, the the cornerback wide receiver matchup of Diggs to uh, Williams. And uh, I think Diggs is, it, 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 right now he's very underrated and under the radar, but he was, he did, he played very well against uh, a very talented wide receiver in Mike Evans. And that is why I, I believe that, uh, He'll probably, I think he's going to do the same thing against Mike Williams tomorrow. So, I wouldn't start Mike Williams. I guess if you really wanted to, you could. But I, I would definitely look. I, I would start uh, Keenan Allen for sure. But Mike Williams, I don't have the confidence in him yet. And I, I again, I think that that he's going to get matched up against Diggs, and uh, I think Diggs will do a good job against him. So I'm not start, starting him. Uh, next guy, Clyde Edwards-Alaire versus Baltimore. I know that the... Oh, no, no, they didn't. Uh, or I guess they, they did. I'm, I'm, what I'm thinking of in my head was, uh, how did the Raiders running backs do against the Baltimore defense? 
And what I remember was, okay, Josh Jacobs had two touchdowns, but he injured, yes, but he, they just didn't run the ball very well. And even though the Kansas City Chiefs do have a really upgraded offensive line, I just think that the uh, Chiefs are going to exploit uh, the secondary, the lack of secondary that the Raiders, uh, the Ravens have, and that you know guys like Tyreek Hill, uh, Travis Kelsey are just going to go off again. Um, and you know maybe in a PPR league, uh, Clyde Edwards-Alaire would do well, but. I mean, normally I would always start Clyde Edwards-Alaire because he is on this high-powered offense, and this might be one of the crazier sits, but off like a limb. Uh, if you have other guys, you might just have to like let me know who you have. But you know, Clyde Edwards is a guy who I'm thinking that you know might not have a a stellar day, so. Um, I, I think he gets around eight points in PPR leagues, but I wouldn't be surprised if he gets like six and standard so uh i might look somewhere else uh for running backs uh if you have clyde this week but that's just my opinion so next is james robinson versus the broncos i think i believe the broncos have a, a stout front as well and uh the way that the i, I guess it, for them it was more of a game script uh clash where uh, James Robinson only got five attempts uh, running the football. Granted, they were down. I, at least, like I believe the final score was like in like the thirty-five to fourteen or something. But five attempts for James Robinson is not what anybody was expecting. Uh, very disappointing if you grab J- James Ro- Washington, especially given uh, the, his rookie year and how he did there. But you know, with Urban Meyer. Uh, the college coach mentality favoring, you know, his old players like Carlos Hyde. That doesn't bode well for James Robinson. And if you have better guys, I would probably start him, uh, start them against uh, a decent Broncos defense. Uh, I, I don't, the, the only thing I would say was uh, possibly start a guy like um, Marvin Jones because I feel like he might be uh I guess this is more of a start, but uh, from from what I saw, even though DJ Chark got the most targets, he didn't play the well, the best. I think he only had like three receptions, and uh, at least Marvin Jones had a better ratio. But this is going to be a tough defense overall, and I, I if you can, I probably wouldn't start James Robinson. But if you honestly have to, you might just have to risk it. I know I have to this week because. I only drafted like three running backs and uh, James Robinson was one of them and I I just don't like the other matchup I have so I am starting him this week um, but I really don't want to so if if you do have somebody else definitely start somebody else other than James Robinson this week all right (laughs) that was my start and sit list for this week if you have any questions about whether to start or sit someone, feel free to contact me at Bullseye Fantasy on Twitter or uh, email me at or on bullseyefantasy1 at gmail.com and I'll answer those texts or emails. However you contact me, however you, if you are interested, you know that's available to you. I really appreciate you listening to this episode. If you, uh, I guess I already said, uh, questions, comments, feel free to message me. And then if you haven't already, 
please set your notifications on for Sounds Like Sam wherever you get your podcasts. That would be greatly appreciated. Thank you so much and enjoy the rest of your week. Peace.